Hello, everybody. I'm Teresa, and you're listening to I'm Having an Episode, She's Criminal. And I am waiting until very last minute to do this again, because I have been busy. Anyway, you know, working. I work Sundays and Mondays, and then Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I watch a little baby from... 9.30 in the morning till sometimes as late as 7. And then Friday and Saturday is my times to clean up my house and get everything situated, groceries, all that fun stuff. So it's just, it's been a long, long few times and I'm trying to get all the Christmas stuff done because we are at the point where there's 26 days until Christmas. So... It is what it is with busyness and making sure everything's planned. Uh, we're celebrating our family Christmas here, so that means my house needs to be spick and span and beautiful. Anyway, we'll just get right into it since, you know, I have derailed my brain and, you know, it's all the shinies. Anyway, this is Margaret Allen also known as Bill, born in 1906 as the 20th child of 22 children. Her mother was married twice. She is from the second marriage. So not much is known about the childhood. Don't even know how many of her siblings actually survived. So, yeah, I mean, it's 1906. And that, I am so sorry, excuse me. In that general time, A lot of illness, not a lot of vaccinations, way to stay healthy or anything. So, yeah. Anyway, Margaret, as a young child, hated being a girl. Hated everything about it. Wanted to be a boy, but was stuck in the dresses and having to live by this standard because of the day and age it was. Wasn't able to be friends with girls because she, she didn't know how. It wasn't comfortable for her but then couldn't even be with friends with the boys because they're like you're a girl we don't want anything to do with you so had no friends was very much a loner and an outcast and that really confused margaret because in her brain she's like i don't like this stuff but i am supposed to like this stuff because i'm a girl but i don't feel so I went to school until about 12 or 13 and then started working in the textile mill. Didn't really have friends there. Was considered a tomboy with masculine side because that's what it preferred. Um, Definitely preferred the company of male workers. As growing older, the jobs that Margaret Bill had was... um, Male jobs. Wanted those type of jobs. So did loading of coral, coral, coal, repaired houses, and was a bus conductor. There was something about being a uh, spinner or something like that. And those, that money went to the mother I'm just realizing I didn't write that one down and now I'm feeling ridiculously. I thought I was all prepared and stuff, but of course, here I am unprepared. 
And I also did this little book. It's called The Tragic and Transgendered World of Margaret Allen. The problem is it feels like the person that wrote the book was, I think it was, oh crap. What is it? The person who wrote it. Where is it? Why can I never find stuff? Uh, Molly Cut Purse, not Cut Glass. Molly Cut Glass. Glass. Frick. Molly Cut Purse is the one who wrote it. And it just feels like they were talking about themselves a lot more than they were talking about Margaret Allen and comparing themselves because I guess Molly Cutglass was born a boy and realized, I think by the age of like five or so, that he, he shouldn't have been born a boy. He, he was a boy in a girl's, or no, a girl in a boy's body. So it just feels like it's more of a therapeutic book where he's talking about... Nope, she, she, she's talking about being born the wrong sex and um, sympathizing with Margaret being born the wrong sex and needing to be Bill. So it was a really, I'm not going to say difficult read because it's a fine book. It's a good book. But what I wanted to actually read was about the specific character and the author um, had a lot more about themselves. Like half the book is about them and half the book is about Bill. So I get it. And it's easy to be, or sometimes it's better to put yourself in those situations and saying, Hey, I understand. But when you're writing a book and you're supposed to be writing a book about a specific person, adding yourself into this book as much isn't really one of the best ideas because this isn't your biography. All in all, it's a relatively good book. It's very short, like 39 pages, I think it was. So it's not all that long. But in my opinion, it's not the best because the author really did a lot more focusing on themselves than the person they were flying or writing about. Oh, excuse me. Anyway, I was looking at the job and clicking through this stuff. I can't remember where it is. So I think it was, Oh, Oh no, never mind. It's not actually what that person did. So, um, Molly says he probably, so they weren't really a accurately saying, yes, this is what happened or no, this isn't what happened. They were making assumptions. So the spinner thing, that's why I didn't write it down. I couldn't remember why. So back to task. Um, so growing up, Bill or Margaret or whatever tried to strived to be male, wanted to be that person, wanted to not be stuck in the female role. So he swore, acted aggressive, was very violent, smoking, not eating properly, that sort of thing. So it's just taking all the negative aspects of a man, 
doing them and wanting to fit in, which, you know, you can understand that. See it? So, uh, in 1935, Bill claimed to get an operation at the hospital. No one knows exactly what it is because they found out when Margaret is arrested that what Bill claimed was that he got a sex change operation and was made into a man. But when he was arrested, they're like, wide hips, no penis, you're not a, you're not a boy, you're a girl. So they're like, hey, did you get a mastectomy? Did you get a hysterectomy? What happened? Because we don't know even what you did. So either he was lying or it was just something they didn't know. Because, I mean, it's 1935. How many surgeons would actually have been able to do something like that then? I'm not sure there would really be any. Uh, Bill short, cut the hair short, wore male clothes, drank in bars and working men's club. Um, he was 37 in 1943 when his mother died and did the excessive smoking and proper eating unkept, not taking care of himself whatsoever. Used all his savings to purchase a... Very rundown, dilapidated. Nope. Dil My brain doesn't want to say this word. So it's a horrible house of the old Rothstein stalls police quarters on Backup Road. Backup? I don't know. Uh, claimed it was claimed that he lived alone. Had the friend of Miss Annie Cook was considered. A hard worker and just a workhorse did everything that they could uh, Annie was the opposite of Bill where he was like um, smoking uncapped she was lively fun and it, it they were opposites but they were friends they became that way. Miss um, Annie Cook said that on multiple occasions she caught Bill trying to commit suicide. So obviously Bill is suffering from um, depression and just feeling very isolated and horrible because he's transgender. He was born a girl living in his mail and it's just, it's not the best thing in the world because it wasn't accepted. It's barely accepted now. So there it is. Anyway, to help with the stress, they go on a vacation together. And on this vacation, Bill wants Annie to have sex with him. Annie's like, no, this isn't happening. We're not, I'm not doing this. You are actually a girl. You're not a boy. I just know this kind of put a strain on their friendship, but they tried to stay friends and it's just, of course there was backlash with it anyway. Um, sorry, indigestion. So Bill would let, be in the local pubs and bars and wouldn't sit with the ladies. He would just be sharing the habits and language of the men 
And it would be a relief if they didn't understand. And this is not the first time I heard of something like this happening, but whatever. I'd have to look up that other person's name because I forgot to do it. So he became a bus driver and I have multiple little things that has different opinions and everything like that. Because one of them says that Bill resigned as a bus driver, having worked, having worked as one from July, 1942 to June, 1946. But it was said that they were fired because of aggression toward uh passengers but then also i hear oh he was hardworking, always went to work and resigned because of illness so i'm not exactly sure which one it is because if you see these different stories and different things what it said then you don't actually know which one's true and i could look for more information but the more I look, it's like the more I'm seeing different words saying, oh, fired or resigned. Um, we have him after leaving the bus as a con the bus company as a conductor working at a slipper factory. And had lost his job for an unspecified reason. That is the only time I heard anything about the slipper factory. So I'm not sure about that one. Um, then we get to the victim. We have a 60-year-old widow, Miss Nancy Ellen Chadwick. Um, it's a disagreeable... Uh, lady who went around saying, asking for change and money and everything like that, saying that, pretending that she was poor, but everyone realized that, um, the 68 year old woman was just odd. She, um, she was employed by an 82 year old man by the name of Patty Whittaker, I don't know. Um, and didn't, he didn't require a lot of attention from her, so she was able to run around um, telling fortunes with reading tea leaves and cards. Uh, she dressed shabbily and she would be sitting at bus shelters, parks and begging for cups of tea, but it was well known that she counted her money in, um, private. She charged, had rents. She had a house. She was not poor. Um, she had been attacked two years prior by a young man and, um, she didn't have much on her person, but, and survived that, uh, Bill on August 21st called on Miss Chadwick and told her, Hey, I got some sugar. And even though the war was over, sugar was still rationing. So whatever. 
Um, Bill was up early, called to see if Mrs. Chadwick at 8.30, telling her the, dis the disappointing news. There was no doubt. Jill, Dill, my God, Bill was getting a visit. So Chadwick was found dead in the street around 4 o'clock in the morning. And um, a local doctor was called, and they thought it was a hit and run at first. But then Bill, being the manly man that she was, um, was bragging, saying, I was the last person to see the woman, and she was an old fool to sit on the side of the road on a bench counting her money to anybody who would listen and even talked about how she had a underskirt with a hidden pocket. And then Bill was called on by Scotland Yard and they came to talk to him and to Bill lying was for women. So he straight up told the truth and said, I didn't kill her for money. I was just in a funny mood. Uh, she seemed to insist on coming into the house. I just happened to look around and saw a hammer in the kitchen. On the spur of the moment, I hit her. She gave me a shout, and that seemed to start me off more, and I hit her a few more times. I don't know how many. And then at her trial, she wore male clothing, and despite attempts by her counsel to prove her insane, Alan was found guilty and sentenced to death. Uh, Ms. Cook created a petition to ask for a commutation and only got 162 people to sign it out of a population of 300 or 30,000. So in the cell, Margaret slash Bill was belligerent, belligerent, argumentative. Um, there was a priest um no. sorry I'm trying to see it again I have been clicking through this I went back way too far to see about that job And finding out that it wasn't even worth it because it was just assumptions. Um, it, oh, Reverend Arthur. Nope. Reverend. Oh, oh, my God. Arthur Joseph Walker was the chaplain. And he said, Bill was a woman with plenty of grit and she faced it as a man would. And I felt the whole thing was, oh no, what's that word? Can we move you? No, we want you off. Uh, bestial and brutal. She was well prepared and behaved like a man. In fact, she had more guts than most men I have ever seen. And that is what he said when, um, Bill was going to his execution or her execution, whichever one he, is feeling that they were male. So, I mean, that's how it was. Even if Bill wouldn't have been um, executed for that murder, uh, 
I don't think he would have lived much longer with how many suicide attempts and just suffering, the horrible health and everything like that. It just, I don't think he would have survived much longer. The depression and everything, this, there would have been no way that he would have lived a long and bountiful life with it just it wasn't possible with all the problems that he had so we have just that little story there was another one that I wish I could have looked up the name but I forgot to do it the book isn't bad if you're looking for a book that is specifically about Margaret Allen, this is not it because there is a lot about the author in it because they sympathize with the person. There's a lot of links. You can find stuff. Uh, you can find things where, um, in 1945, Margaret received medical treatment for attacks of dizziness and depression. Um, there's photos, uh, uh, just Margaret or Bill was hanged on Wednesday, the 12th of January, 1949. This was the first female execution in Britain for over 12 years. Uh, the last one was Charlotte Bryant, 196 or 36. I was going the wrong way. Um, Margaret was not permitted to wear her preferred men's clothing and was given a prison dress instead. Uh, when she was given her breakfast or his breakfast, uh, kicked it over and said, I don't want it and no one else is going to enjoy it. So Mr. Allen, Mrs. Allen, it's just, it's an interesting story and who knows if they would have been accepted or if this really would have happened, if Margaret could have actually done everything that she wanted to become a male and for 100% be a he instead of a she. And I mean, there is a very bit of indication that there was some mental disorders there and in that time slash day and age, there would have been no treatment. And everything was just against Margaret because being transgender, having mental issues, it wouldn't have lasted. And then having an old woman who just was odd and eccentric and having this person have mental disorder, it was just the perfect cocktail to explode into something that's not proper. So who knows what the story could have been if not all this stuff happened. I don't really have anything. Oh no, my phone made sounds. I don't really have anything else. Um, I have been watching this show 
the television series Deadly Women, which is where I saw um, the other woman who lived it as a man. That one was a lot more interesting, and I want to get that one because I just, I found it so interesting because this woman lived it as a man much better than Bill did, I guess. So that is all for today. Hopefully I do not do the wait until last minute thing again next week. I'm not making any promises. We'll see. I hope everybody's getting the Christmas shopping done because as I said, you have 26 days before it is officially Christmas. So get yourselves out there. Get your Christmas stuff done. I hope everybody had a wonderful Thanksgiving. Ate plenty. Didn't overeat and kill yourself or did and enjoyed that immensely. I am Teresa. You are listening to I'm Having an Episode. She's Criminal. And I hope you guys like, follow, and come back next week. Okay, love you. Bye.